0: You are
1: now listening to LFL Talk with Adri and Marcus. Hello and welcome to the week three episode of LFL Talk. I'm your host, Adri Mallows. Joining me this week, as always, is the awesome, the amazing, Mr. Marcus Henson. How are you, sir? Oh, fantastic intro. Yeah, I'm good, mate. Well, you know, I like to do my bit for you, man. I appreciate all your help, so gotta give you the pickups yeah. that you deserve. <laughs> Much love, much love. I like it. Now, Marcus isn't the only person joining us on the show this week, as later in the show, we will be joined by a member of the defending champion, Chicago Bliss, the one, the only, Christelle Ferrari Harris. Now... There's no major news from around the league this week, so we won't have a a news segment. However, I do need to make an apology. Last week, I gave the score out for the... Atlanta and Omaha game as eighty six nil to Atlanta, um, but in actual fact it was seventy nine nil to Atlanta. So my apologies for that. Now, Marcus. With that said, I think when we come back, we should go straight into our week three roundup. What sayeth thou?
2: <laughs> what sayeth? Oh man, yes. That's. Uh, uh, I'll translate that for everyone who's normal. That's a yes, yes. We will. We will go and talk about our week three action.
0: I just want to be given the chance.
2: You were the pioneers that built women's football.
0: The opportunity to succeed. Or even to fail. You are the league of their own.
1: You ain't got no chance to redeem yourself. This is it.
0: The LFL on Fuse. Saturdays,
1: starting April 18th. We come on now to the week three game between Chicago Bliss and Omaha Heart. Chicago going back to their home at Toyota Park, which they played in a few years ago. Great to see them firstly in an outdoor stadium and also a stadium and with a lot bigger capacity, also where the Chicago Fire major league soccer team play.
2: <laughs> see, that, that hurt saying that word, didn't it?
1: Just a little bit, there was, there was some apostrophes as well, like the speech marks so I had soccer.
2: <laughs> yeah, for a true English man to say such a word, oh, you're brave, sir,
1: you're brave. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know what, I think I'm just trying to appeal to our audience. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> moving swiftly on so- from the that. So- <laughs> the sort of audience that like soccer and say fouls, hey? Eh? That's exactly the ones, yeah, you know, combining <laughs> the two different types there, you know? <laughs> Thanks for pointing that one out. Cheers, buddy. I was hoping people had forgotten about that point now, but the game itself, Marcus, Chicago, Omaha. Now we know how Omaha played against Atlanta, and that that was their first game. But I want to focus on them to start with. Personally, this week, yes, there were still some rookie mistakes, but for me, I think there was a lot more positives. They managed to move the ball, although they didn't score. They managed to move the ball quite successfully and managed to control the clock somewhat.
2: Oh yeah, you can't blame them for that. There was definite improvement by the Omaha team. And like you said, there was one or two times where they just kind of they exposed a little chink in the Bliss Armour where you could just see they, they really pushed on the run game. They were there were lots of motions and stuff like that. So they fair play. I think the girls have gone away and they've worked really hard over that week to try and at least sort of make it competitive and almost in in, in a way you feel that at some point they are going to get to that point where they're going to score and it's going to actually very rapidly become a much tighter game as we go down the stretch. But I think really, again, hold your heads high. You know, you didn't get blown out. Yes, there was still the same silly mistakes. And you know what? It still felt a little bit sluggish, a little bit slow, but that's going to come with time. And I think you've got to give yourselves time here. Going back to our interview last week with Jackie, I believe, mentioned, you know, they've only been going a couple of months, you know, and girls gelling together. So for what they've come for so short a time, they're doing all right.
1: Absolutely. And I think for me as well, this week, I saw some improvements in Ashley Amick as well, in the way that when the pass wasn't on, she was just taking the ball down and trying to scramble and trying to make plays herself, which is something a lot of the more veteran quarterbacks do, like we quite often see Heather Fur scramble or Ashley Solano scramble when there's nothing on down the field.
2: Yeah, and that pocket presence is going to come, it's going to develop, and you're only going to develop that in-game. So the more you play, the more that, that sort of sixth sense is going to develop. So, yeah. I mean, what really I noticed was a great improvement, blocking. So much better. Couldn't throw a single block last week. They were next to hopeless. This week, you know what, I think the whole idea of getting smacked and getting sort of steamrolled over... Um, sorry, I was trying to pun that, actually. <laughs>
1: Hashtag steamrolling. Marcus Henson. <laughs> <Yeah>. Payton pending. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. It's just, the shock is gone now. You know what's to expect. So you know what, they 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 hit a little bit back this week. You know They were able to get into... As you said, some of the runs got into the second level. There was even... I'm sure there was uh, one or two, I remember, where I can't think of um, number four for the for the Omaha Heart, but she had a really good run where she gained about 15 yards in a single play. And it came really out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, um, 100%. But, and and also, I think Jenna Holt had a couple of big runs as well. And also, as you mentioned earlier, a, a big play, a big reception down the field as well, which just kind of blew past the, the cornerback and ended up just with the safeties.
2: That's going to come in time because you're going to build that offense. It's, it's still baby steps, but... Fair play, Omaha. You've definitely made improvements.
1: Yeah. Now we come on to Chicago, and what did you make of their game this week? I mean, for the first half, they they played the the full strength team on on both sides of the ball, and were twenty nine nil up, I believe, at halftime. And for the second half, they came out and they just started started making some substitutions, trying a few different people in different positions, but. On the whole, what did you make of Chicago's performance as a team on, on Saturday night? The first play said it all. This is
2: this, uh, this The deep throw on. to Ali Alberts. That was just perfection. I mean, how she caught that. Mwah. Echalente. And um, well, she
1: fought for the ball, didn't she? Because Jenna Holt nearly managed to break it up. She, I don't think she was looking too much at the ball, but she managed to get her hands in the right position. So Alberts managed to make one of those catches where she kind of catches it off the, the defensive back shoulder.
2: Yeah, completely under duress. Um, and just sort of like, like I said, fought, you know, Rao. We know, we know how much fight is in Ali Alberts. Oh, 100%. That, was, that wasn't not going to be her ball. So it was a case that, and then on defense, just the, the instant sort of stop, just sort of put it in. It sort of stamped that authority on the game. But I guess we were kind of expecting that with Bliss because we'd seen them put on a great game plan versus the steam. I think it was incredibly clever by Coach Hack to get in that second half Get the rookies on, give them game time, you know, get them some experience because you never know when they have to suddenly step up into that role.
1: Chicago this year, I think they've taken me a bit by surprise because last year we look at how many carries Christel had, and it's something I might come back on to later, but. For me it almost seems like Coach Hack is is holding her back. Kind of, because there's six games this year, as opposed to sort of three or four, it seems like trying to save her for the kind of business end of the season and the big games because she sat out the entire second half, whether that be through injury or or just through through tactics. Um and they seem to be doing a lot more of the misdirection, short handoffs to the tight end as well. I don't know if you've noticed that as well, Mox, to Dina Fagiano and um and 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 Chris
2: Dale definitely has got that sort of presence, almost that aura around her, where she's taken up so much of the defence's attention that you don't have to give her the ball. There was at least two or three plays where the misdirection has run so well. It, you had all seven of the Omaha players just converging on the Ferrari. And you've got, like you say, Yekha just literally, or Dina Vajiano just walks in quite happily with the ball completely the other side of the pitch.
1: The first touchdown of the game, I believe, was the Dina Fagiano inside handoff, wasn't it? Where she just kind of waltzed in, just untouched. But again,
2: that's going to be your game plan now. You've got such a player that commands so much respect and, and like you said, attention on the field. I mean, it looked cold out there. It looked really cold. So, for me, I think it would be a case that when you're cold, there's a chance that you can always cramp up or pull something so it's probably best, like you said, pull if you're going to pull her out the game for any length of time. Like pull her out for the entire second half. Let her put her tracksuits on, keep warm. I think that's more strategic. You know, you've done your job. Twenty nine in love at the half. You know, I think we can call your day done. Relax. Give some of the other girls. I think it's uh, Javale Thompson came in number six. She came in as running back. You know, she did all right, and she got some experience under her belt, which is good for her.
1: And she didn't just get experience, buddy. She got two Russian touchdowns. Exactly.
2: But that's what you need. All right? You're not going to get every single game where you're going to be allowed the freedom to give us such experience. Because even against the heart, you know, they're still hitting you hard. There's still an opponent trying to, to take you out of the game, effectively. So the fact is that you can sit there impress your coaches, tick, gain some valuable experience, tick, you know, boost your stats, hey, why not? And another juicy tick right there. So it was kind of win-win, it really
1: was. Absolutely, and on boosting stats, right near the end of the game, Dominique Collins also had that fumble recovery for a touchdown. Icing on the cake, really. Yeah, and similar to what we mentioned last year, Dominique Collins, I think it was on our end-of-season show last year, We she got a mention in our Defensive Player of the Year just because of how much she seemed to... To come on and um, performance wise last year and, and this year she's living up to that as well. And she really is looking to be one of the best, if not the best cornerback in the league.
2: I think the entire Bliss defense is kind of under a magnifying glass, bless them. When you have such a good season, you know, you listen to some of the commentaries back and Mitch often says, you know, Yashi and uh, Chantel, they're like, he'll say they're the best defensive line pairing. And then he'll get, say, like Heather and Ali are the best safeties and we'll talk about the best corners. Once someone calls you the best, you're pumped up. Your persona is heightened and of course the more height you have that whole that old analogy of of the you know the bigger they are the harder they fall and i think you're always worrying about that and the pressure builds up but if you can match it and perform to that standard then that's when you're going to have that class where you just go beyond being the best you actually just that's a hall of fame breed as it were
1: i i couldn't agree more and i think with that we will leave that there the final score from the game was um, 49-0 to Chicago and Omaha move on to their next game against Atlanta this coming weekend. So we'll wait and see. And hopefully they can put in a better performance than their first game against Atlanta. But Atlanta are actually at home for this week for the week four game, aren't they?
2: It's back under a dome. So um, I don't think the the outside had any real difference. Like I said, it looked really cold, but apart from that, it didn't look blustery or or overtly treacherous weather conditions, so I don't think the difference going back into the dome. But it's going to be hostile. It's going to be so hostile.
1: I love how you're calling it a dome uh, rather than an arena. I think that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that just slipped in. Just, so there's like 60,000 people crammed in the dome, waiting to see what happens. <laughs> Hopefully there'll come a time soon where, where that's the case, but... <laughs> for the time being we, we probably better stick with Arena
2: <laughs> getting carried away
1: <laughs> absolutely well at least you're not KK bashing
2: oh <laughs> I'm really not looking really not looking forward to the episode where she's said on the show and it's just ah hi KK oh.
1: uh, well that, that that may or may not happen if we're if we're lucky <laughs> enough and uh, I may or may not have already thought about that <laughs> <laughs> so good luck (laughs) I'm having a sudden holiday I forgot to tell you (laughs) that's awkward nah you'll be fine buddy but with that we will move on with the show the world's fastest growing sport arrives to YouTube Legends Football League break their confidence keep breaking their confidence they've nothing they want to brawl they don't want to play football intensity Subscribe to this channel and gain access into locker rooms inside the huddle.
0: Get to know your
1: favorite players.
0: The one thing I want to do is just make everyone happy. Give
1: 100%. And full games in high definition. Subscribe and never miss out on LFL Action. We are now joined on the show by our special guest, and what a guest it is, ladies and gentlemen. Please join me in welcoming the one, the only, Christelle Ferrari-Harris. How are you, Christelle?
0: Oh my God, I, that was awesome. Yeah. I am doing so well. Thank you very much. And how about you guys?
1: Yeah, doing very well. Thank you very much. Well, I always like to give a good introduction, especially when we have a guest of your caliber on the show.
0: Oh, thank you.
1: <laughs> You're most welcome. Before we go into the interview itself, can I ask you to advise our listeners what you were doing prior to joining the league and who or what inspired you to start playing in the LFL?
0: I went to college, of course. I went to Barton County Community College. It's in Great Bend, Kansas, where I was on a dual track and basketball scholarship. After that, I transferred up to Western Illinois, where I was also playing basketball and running track. And then um, after I graduated, I ran um, on the Nike developmental team. That was like the one of the best experiences in my life outside of the Chicago Bliss with coach, old coach Albert Hobson. After that, I went on to play with the Tampa X Factor, which is a semi-professional basketball team down in Tampa. And um, in between that, you know, I joined the bliss, which is spiraled my life out of control. So I like to call it organized chaos. It came around just in the the right nick of time. You know, I needed something to compete in still. You know, I'm a competitor. I needed something that I could do to continue to be athletic and compete and be the best in it I can be. And um, the Chicago Bliss has just made that my home. As far as um, who inspires me, if I went with my family, that would take all day. Shout out to Team Ferrari. Um, but for the most part, I would have to say, you know, other professional athletes that are gorgeous and, you know, just rule the sport that they in. And I always use Serena Williams. Serena Williams is absolutely beautiful. You know, she's not a skinny girl. She has muscles. She shows up to the matches she has on makeup, eyelashes, her hair is done. Um, But she did come to whoop your butt that day. And I, I always use her as a great example of why women should play football or play, you know, sports and also be beautiful at the same time. So um, Serena Williams, in a in a crazy way, inspired me. Sunshine Misa Uli, who actually played for Vegas, is the one that told me about it and had me come out to Vegas and try out. And I, you know, if it wasn't for Sunshine, who I also played basketball with in junior college down at Barton County, who's from Hawaii, who played a few seasons with the Sin, then I would not be you know Ferrari with the Bliss right now this day.
1: So you say there you you tried out with Vegas, and what got Mm -hmm. you to transition from from Vegas to then coming to the Chicago Bliss? My
0: mom, Sheila Ray, she did not want me living in Vegas at all. Actually, my big brother Jason, my god, big brother, he actually flew me to the tryout and um, flew me back, and I made the team. And my mom had an absolute fit. She was just like, "No," and she called Coach Hack, and she was just like, "You know, I know it's it's a." um, a team in Chicago and you know if you allow her to come try out I know she'll do a good job and I remember him saying you know he told her that uh he's not going to make any promises but he'll give me a look and um I came on back to Illinois and I've been here ever since.
1: So he was impressed with what he saw quite clearly from from the early days?
0: Well you know it was a uphill battle because when I got here they also had Tasha the Tank. Who is an outstanding running back. You know, she'll always be a legend in the LFL. And, um, you know, shout out to her. But um, I was the young lady that replaced Tasha the Tank. And I'll never forget that article that came out after the very first game I got my shot. And I quote, Keith Hack turns in a slow-moving tank for a fast Ferrari. And I'll, I'll never forget the feeling of reading that and having that go all the way through my body and um, having the entire world know that I was in Chicago.
1: That Yeah, that's a, a great quote to have as well. And over the, the last few years, from that first game almost, it seems that you've been a very dominant player in the league. What would you attribute that success to?
0: I would attribute all my success to, you know, having a strong family back. You know, my, my family definitely encourages me. They keep me uplifted, but also just solely to my coaching staff. I have the best coaching staff in the world. And it was like, I couldn't chew gum and hold the ball at the same time. But those, those guys, they worked with me. They loved on me. They cussed me out. They did everything they could to get me to the player that I am today. And I absolutely owe it all to the Keith Hack and the Chicago Blitz coaching staff all the way down from Coach John Whitty to um, Jim Bruner, and then Chris, all all right back up to Coach Keith Hack. You know, I appreciate those cats. I love those guys. Like, they are my family. And um, they, they are the reason I am, you know, the athlete that I am in football today. And thinking of Coach Hack,
1: we just talked about there about your dominance over the last few years, but the first two games of the season, just from... From my point of view, it almost seems like he's holding you back from as, as many carries as you had last year. And I'm wondering if maybe that's a conscious decision to maybe try and keep you fresh for the big games at the end of the season or if it's just the way that the playbook has progressed this year.
0: To back up my coach, he understands that I'm a horse and not a donkey. You know what I'm saying? A horse will stop working, but a donkey will work all day on day long. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, we do have seven other all-star players on our team and that's the that's the beauty of the Chicago Bliss you try to shut down one player you got six more to worry about so we do have the, the the clientele we do have the professional girls on on both sides of the ball that can carry the team we have a different player that can honestly show up every night and run the ball and we would still play as well as we would. As well as we would if I was running the ball. That's the beauty of the Chicago Bliss as well. We we are not afraid to allow our other teammates to shine. We actually encourage it. You know what I mean? We go into the game and ask each other, how many who all's gonna get a touchdown tonight? You know, you can get a touchdown on defense too. And we we pride ourselves in not being selfish as a team, but as in one unit. You know, because if we're all successful, if one's successful, we're all successful. And you know. Absolutely love that about my teammates. I might have a quiet night, but that doesn't mean Ali Albers is going to be quiet. That doesn't mean Anekawani is going to be quiet. That doesn't mean, you know, quiet Riot herself, Chantel or Yashi or the Rockstar. You know what I'm saying? We have so many players that can just do what they need to do to make sure we win so yes I am being a little quiet as I, I didn't start off as fast as I would you know would intend but it's all when it comes to Keith Hack is all a part of what he has planned so I definitely trust in him I definitely believe in him and I know whatever he's going to do is going to make sure we get that three-peat at the end of the season because that's what matters
1: yeah, it does seem like he has a a master plan, and the last couple of years he has been a, a master tactician. And with that said, on Saturday night, does that explain why you sat out the second half again? Was that just to to rest you, or did you pick up a bit of an injury?
0: I am still a little sore from the first game against Atlanta. Going into that game, you know we're just good sports. We we are very good sports. We're a great team, isn't you know in the heart. And I mean we're up by twenty. There's no reason for you know any of the starters to be playing. Um, that gave some of the um, young players a chance to get out there and feel the feel, you know, they work hard every day at practice, just like we do. So they should get to see some of that clock as well as, you know, the rest of us. Like I said, I don't mind making sure the future of the bliss is just as strong as the, the present. You know what I mean? There's some girls that's coming behind me that that's learning with me, that's learning from me and that's going to end up, you know, being just as great or greater than I am. So that it actually brings a smile to my face to know that those girls are as talented as they are. And we won the game like we did with, with those girls out there. So I definitely believe in them. And I'm, I think they did a wonderful job finishing out that game and, you know, giving me a chance to, you know, relax and actually enjoy watching them play. I mean, it's like watching my little sisters, you know, do everything we've been learning for the past. The past couple of weeks. So definitely exciting feeling.
1: And I'm just going to bring in Marcus now because I think you have a question or two for the Ferrari, don't you, sir? Yes, I do.
0: Hi, Crystal. Hey, Marcus. What's going on?
1: Very good. Thank you. (laughs) kind of prove me there for a moment.
2: (laughs) (laughs) As one of the top running backs in the league, you, you take a lot of hits. Like you said, you're still feeling it from the first game. Oh, mm-hmm. What do you do special to prepare your body for the kind of punishment a top LFL running back takes?
0: Well, I have all types of remedies, but if I told you the master mechanic behind the Ferrari, I would definitely have to kill you. <laughs>
1: I'm
0: good.
1: We, I'm good. Yeah, a, me then. I still need we a co so stay away from that one. A,
0: <laughs> yes, for sure. We do a lot of uh, what we're supposed to do, you know heat ice ice baths you know we have a chiropractor on staff we have a doctor on staff we have a trainer on staff here at the bliss and those guys two scots and a kyle both doctors and then kyle is our trainer um they do a great job of making sure that we are all ready to go come game time so we do have a great staff as far as you know making sure we get back in the game cool i
1: think we all needed dr scott in our life don't we at some point or other For sure. (laughs) This season, Christelle, we've started to give NFL nicknames to uh, the LFL players just for a bit of association, maybe for uh, some of the the new fans to the sport, and also because it seemed like a good idea at the time. Now, which...
0: Oh, my God. I'm (laughs) so excited.
1: Yeah, so uh, the ones we've come up with uh, so far, we have Dakota Brady Hughes, um, Cynthia Megatron Schmidt, and wondering... um, Which nickname you would have for yourself based on an NFL player?
0: You know, that's hard. Hmm, let me see. I get to pick it myself?
1: Well, yeah, I figured that would be the right thing to do.
0: (laughs) Okay, so I have, let let me think about this. I have been compared to Adrian Peterson. Also, being from Kansas, I get compared to Barry Sanders. But if I had to pick myself, I would have to go with Beast Mode.
1: Marshawn Lynch. That's okay. that's the one I was thinking of, but I thought it'd be be right just to let you choose.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have this thing with Skittles as well. Me and him would definitely get along. <laughs>
1: <laughs> would you be fighting each other for the pack last skill?
0: No, we would be fighting each other for who get the next snap. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, fair play. That's confidence I like that. That's brilliant. Yeah. Now that uh, you've been in the league uh, a few years now and you've faced a
2: lot of good defences, I was just wondering if there's one defense in particular you really enjoy taking on.
0: You know what? You're going to kill me for this answer, but you will never believe it. Are you guys ready for this?
1: Yeah, go for it. Yeah, absolutely.
0: The one defense that I like taking on the most is led by Yashi Rice. Chantel Taylor, and Anakawani. And that's at my own practice. Those girls are freaking unbelievable. And if we wasn't online right now, on uh, I would really tell you how I felt about those three. With Heather Fur in the backfield, Allie in the backfield, Didi and uh, Dominique Collins. Those girls, if we can get past them in practice, we should have no trouble in the game. It, they are talking smack the entire time. They are hitting us as hard as they ha- And those girls are not little girls. You know what I'm saying? So I would definitely have to say my own home team, which is the Chicago Bliss. I love facing them in practice. I mean, we get into it. Like that's, I mean, if you were at one of our practices, you would think that you were at a game. Like it is really intense. And we make sure each other, you know, each both sides of the ball are ready.
1: I'm glad you bring up Dominique Collins there, actually, because last year and and continuing it this year, her form just seems to have come on leaps and bounds. And she is becoming one of the best cornerbacks in the league.
0: Dominique Collins... I remember telling her to not forget about me when the world finds out how athletic you are. You know what I'm saying? It's a really pretty picture of us. And I got my forehead on her helmet and I was like telling her, I knew you had it in you. I know you got it in you. You know what I mean? And she's just one of those beautiful girls. that's beautiful inside and beautiful outside. I always tell her when I'm ha- when I have kids, you know, my little girl is going to look just like her because I think she is just absolutely just a beautiful person. But she is athletic. She's coachable. I mean, anywhere coach put her, she'll say, okay, coach, she'll get there. She doesn't argue. She doesn't talk back. And I mean, and she's all about team player. And um, she has just been a great addition to the Chicago Bliss. uh, Dominique Dirty Collins, uh, a really great player, great teammate.
1: The last question I like to ask all of our guests is, if you can please give all of our listeners, again, if they're they're new to the sport, three reasons why they should start slash continue watching the LFL this year.
0: Three reasons that yes. all the fans should watch the LFL, especially the Chicago Bliss, is number one, for the hits. you got to come out and see how hard these girls hit and take hits. Number two would be the athletes. You know what I mean? Uh, if you can get past all the rest of the stuff that, you know, The athletes will keep you coming back each time. And then number three would have to be the sexiness. It's it's sexy. And, you know, you can't do nothing about it. We are the only sport on the planet where you can be sexy and just literally kick out of the girl across the ball from you. So come and see us.
1: Yeah, that's three of the best reasons I I think I've heard. And I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. um, Great reasons. Uh, Thank Mm. you very much for your time this evening. Thank you, guys. And hopefully we'll speak to you again soon.
0: All right. Keep watching us. We love you guys. Thank you for all the support and everything you guys do for us.
1: You're most welcome. Well, that wraps it up from us for another week. Remember?
0: Hey, guys, if you want to get a hold of Audrey or Marcus, send them an email at ballhawksnest at gmail.com.
1: Also, don't forget to check out this week's episode of Inside the LFL as Mr. Pushka had Yashi Rice on the show and gave a very interesting interview indeed. Our show is also available on iTunes, downloadable on Stitcher Radio. Our recent shows are rebroadcast on the Awake Radio Network. And most importantly, we are on the LFL360 website, a link to which is in the show notes. It's also www.lfl360.com. Be sure to check out the LFL's YouTube channel as well, youtube.com forward slash my lfl all that remains now is for me to thank yourself marcus as always oh no worries mate it's been excellent as usual and also a big thank you to our special guest christelle ferrari harris until next time football fans stay safe take care and thanks for stopping by